Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. Today's specials are belled soup and dead nuggets. Today we are discussing the penultimate episode of Yellow Jacket season two. That was really and intelligent. Me. Sorry, I sorry, I just needed to recognize. That was yeah. good. Luck. Okay. That was probably the best one so far. Yeah, it's <laughs> thank you. And joining me once again, I've caught them on their days off from chasing black bailers and murdering lovers. It's Faridan Dumebi. How are you guys doing? Go first, Farida. I shall go first. Um, I'm doing spanking. The UK is having longer days. Summer is here. I'm going to see Beyonce eventually, kind of soon. And yeah. And I'm also going for salsa really randomly this Wednesday. And yeah. Ooh. How are you doing, Marie? Nice. Uh, okay. I don't know if I'm spanking, but I'm all right. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely not seeing Beyonce soon, so that's a bummer. Um, oh. Lagos is perpetually hot. <laughs> it rained <laughs> from five, five, 500 hours today, so I had to basically swim to the gym, but in the vehicle, so that was fine. Um, oh, it's nice. I have bar class tomorrow, so that's exciting. Um, what else? Ah, so that's, I'm just tired and looking for FX, man. Period. Yeah. Hey guys. Hope you had like a lovely week. Has it been up to a week? I feel like it's been the last few. Well, weeks. yeah, because they're listening to this on the day that the episode drops. So okay. Hope you had a great week, huh? Oh, you're changing it for them. <laughs> yeah. Did you finally? Did you finish your your monologue? <sighs> also, can I just say I'm so sorry, guys. That I said as you last week. I just got really passionate. I hate rubbish. But anyway, I feel more cheerful today. So hopefully there will be no shouting. Yeah. And oh, and also all these people that were saying this show is not giving them excitement. They didn't get anything. I hope you watch this episode. Silly guys. Carry on. Uh, I mean, let's also, let, let's just shout out your one defender in the YouTube comment um, at yupthatsme underscore 70 who, who, who had a response a response worthy of your of your monologue period um yeah so, so, shout out to that person and who gave okay. me a special shout out as in you called me by name look mm-hmm. big god will bless you okay okay yeah, you covered you covered um farida hi no wait bakale you didn't you didn't tell us how your day was tell us how your day was first so bakale is going to tell us how his day was because he hasn't no no yeah, you are. Right. That's the what? That's yeah, the if you don't, if you don't tell us how you are, Farina and I are going to do a silent strike. We won't speak about this. Mm. We'll just be silently looking. Part of me wants to call your bluff because you know you can't be silent for more than ten seconds. First of all, fuck you. You don't know me. Do I? Do I not? You don't know me. I can. On be. a different day, I would have. On a different day, I would have pulled this. But like, we're running out of time to record this podcast. I don't even want to like. We have a lot of things to talk about, but we all know the truth. We know the truth. Um, but speaking of recording lots of stuff, we are approaching the series finale. Oh, how are you? Harry, you? dead and possibly dead last soon. That's so interesting. Are you okay, bro? Like, for real? Like, is something good? Like, ah, uh, You can't even lie like, and say I'm fine. Genius. You know that's serious when you can't even lie and say I'm fine. Bakuli, let me tell you the truth. We are not, we're not going to move forward until you say, because everything you ask, I'll say, Bakuli, how are you? Bakuli, how are you? So I'm fine. Say, I'm, I'm actually, I'm fine. I'm, I'm really busy. And I'm very busy because lots of, there's a lot of podcasts going on. We're doing the series finale of Succession, Barry, Love and Death, possibly Ted Lasso, all in coming weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the three of us will be back next week to talk about the Yellow Jacket season finale, but it'll be very unlikely that we'll receive screeners for that episode. So, our podcast won't be out as early as normal, but I'll try to have it out as soon as possible, or as soon as humanly possible, when that human is a, a lazy boy. Uh, for now, we're talking about season two, episode eight, the penultimate episode of season two, titled It Chooses, written by Sarah L. Thompson and Liz Fang, and directed by Daisy Von Schirlermeyer. So, just quickly, because I feel like it's a little part of the episode, but I really do think it requires... Um, Attention, I think it has probably the best scene of the episode. I want to talk about Callie and Jeff first. Um, 
Jeff is met by Kevin Tan and the creepy police officer with a warrant to search their house. This leads to a very, well, it leads to them showing Jeff the pictures of Adam, Adam being cut up and his tattoo being grated off, which leads to a hilarious nightmare that Jeff has. I just, I don't know. Am I weird for laughing throughout that nightmare? You were such a Jeff nightmare. It was so funny. And it was such a Jeff thing. And do you know what even killed me was how he woke up. He woke up and he was like, yeah. I said, oh, poor Jeff. Poor Jeff. Um, yeah, so he and Kylie understandably can't sleep and then it leads to a heart-to-heart and what I said, what I think was the great, best, probably best scene of the episode, to be honest. Um, Jeff tells Kylie about Shauna's baby. So after telling everything, he says, that's your mom's burden mm-hmm. to bear and mine too, I guess. But you don't have to make it yours. The best parenting that she's seen Protect all Jeff season. Protect Jeff at all costs, guys. Protect Jeff the at all costs. The best parenting that she's seen. Can I just mention that, like, in that moment, Jeff still, like, takes the bear from Kali. Like, you know Sean would have gone to get her own bear and, like, they would have shared a bear <laughs> with her underage daughter. Um, but no, I really, okay, I really like this scene. I think I do have some questions. Like, the questions don't matter, don't matter to the scene, but it's more like... How did Jeff know about the baby? Like, did Shona tell him back then? Did he read in diary? Obviously, if Shona told him back then, it probably explained why they got married so young. Probably out of guilt and all of that. I mean, she did say she got married to him out of guilt. Yeah, but that was her guilt. I don't know. She said that. Yeah. When did she say in that? In a police interview. Ah! That's not nice. It's true, but that's not nice. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if, like, did Jeff get married to her also out of... Because I'm like, Jeff, five years to get married out of, like, was out of guilt as well. But no, I really like that scene. I just like the openness with Jeff shares that with Kylie. Um, even Kylie's bit of fear that she might be a psychopath. <laughs> um, that maybe the poison doesn't... Drips down. Shout out to Succession. Um, Shout out Succession! What's well, moving. Sorry, <laughs> What's colliding? Yeah, no, so... I yeah I really like that scene and there's have thoughts on that scene then we move on just really wanted to touch on that before we do, do you else. think that it was his place to tell Kali about the baby? So I think that obviously this is going to be this is me the man Manning De- yeah Manning and defending the man but I think if it, get, it depends on how he found out if he found out through the diary maybe not but like if Shona told him because, like, yeah, it's Shona's trauma, but it's also kind of his. Does that does that does that make sense? Like, it's not. How I don't think like it's not. I I think he has a place. Obviously, ideally, Shona would share it or they would share it together. But I don't think it's completely out of place for him to share that with Kali because she's still his daughter, and that was still his son. My my butt to that is I think. From seeing 1996, I think that that was incredibly Mm -hmm. traumatic for Shauna. And I understand that he didn't do it maliciously. He did it because he wanted to provide some clarity to his daughter on on her mother's behavior. And I just still think that. And knowing the way this Kali babe might behave, I just feel like... Like a teenager? Like her age? Bruh. I just feel like she can just be having a tantrum one of these days and just blurt it out like a mad babe. Or she can just yeah. like, or she can just like want Shauna to talk about it. And that has kind of like taken away some agency from Shauna because like, yes, it was Jeff's sperm that contributed to creating the baby, but he wasn't really there. He didn't really see nice, it. He didn't nice really... analysis of fatherhood from yeah. DBV there. <laughs> like, yeah. He contributed the sperm. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't really like, he didn't live through it with her. He sort of met her mm-hmm. kind of in the aftermath of like dealing with and processing it. So I just feel like maybe if there were, I, I maybe they had a discussion that one day they will tell this babe maybe I just feel like I felt a little bit, um, on her betrayed. behalf, I not betrayed. It wasn't betrayed. It just felt invasive on her mm. behalf. I yeah, felt like it's a, it's a, I just felt like somebody just reached inside me and took something that I didn't give them. So that's that makes no. I, it, I, yeah, that makes sense. When actually. I watched it, I got mm. it, but I was just like, mm, if this was my bear, I don't know. I mean, I get it, but 
And I know I was far away, but as you called me earlier, can't you call me again? But then I guess it was, <laughs> I yeah, guess it was, I this, it was the spur of the moment. And like, it just, it like, it yeah. fitted yeah. like a glove. It was just interesting for me because I was like, mm, I wonder how she would feel yeah. about that. But then considering no, that I, it doesn't open no, her just like talking, wow, 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 wow. Anyhow, I guess she might not. Yeah, I was going to say like, it's not, this is not one for one and it's not like equitable, but also she's also the person that told Kadi that, hey, look, your dad was, was blackmailing my friends. And now, like, because she was about then, to paint her father as a saint and the mother as a demon. Meanwhile, he's the root cause of all these So things. you're saying, well, okay, so you're saying that... I mean, Sean I don't think Jeff is the root of all Not this. the root, but he triggered... He few. triggered a few things, but you know, Shona killed but, someone. But, but Bankale, Bankale, the truth, the truth, the truth is, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what Shona said. There's no... <laughs> like, it's, it's not the same thing. It's not the same. No, 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 uh-huh. it's obviously not the same thing. Like, it's uh-huh. Yeah, obviously not the same so thing. So even if, even if Shona told all his life secrets... He's different. He's different. I stand by yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I do. I, I understand what you're saying. But I think it's one of those things that I don't know how to put it. I feel like, I mean, maybe next episode something happens and I'm completely wrong. But it's one of those things that maybe when you're in the middle of it, you don't, it doesn't feel like a betrayal to you. I don't know. How to, like, like it, there's a scenario I see where, where Sean has almost maybe relieved that Jeff was able to tell Kylie because she was never mm-hmm. going to be able to do it. It's so she's possible. almost relieved that, yeah. But I don't think so because I feel like she feels like she's fucked up this babe too much by giving her too much information. Now she has told her this whole trauma and she can't do anything about it. She'll not be carrying the guilt all around. I don't know. But I think this this might be something that is not a neg- have a negative impact on Kylie. Okay. Mm-hmm. This might be something that probably just paints her mother as human, as like shows her like explains why her mother does the things her mother does, like. It's not just that your mom is running around killing people. Like there's a lot I of mean, trauma. She is. <laughs> yeah, she is. But like, there's yeah. there's a reason. Um, okay, let's. Be, I mean, I, I really like this scene, and I, I could spend an entire episode talking about it. But as you guys know, there was yeah. important things that happened in this episode. So let's move to. We're going to talk Did about. Did you the, hear that? Naysayers, Bankley, repeat yourself. There are a lot, there are a lot of, of important things that happen in what in this episode. This episode is what season. I don't know who you're Thank fighting you. with. Do we be like people that are listening to this episode like the show so far? Like, like they're not the people that you're talking to. They're not listening to this episode. Go on Twitter. They're on Twitter. Yeah, babe. go to Twitter. I, sh- I showed you them. the tweets. So, Bamvale, what you need to do is you need to take these these make clips and post them on Twitter. So, Message from mm. maybe to the naysayers of Yellow Jacket. Okay. So before we go into the next two sections, which we'll focus on, as you guys can understand, the adult. Yellow jackets and the teenage yellow jackets. Um, I want you guys to keep a quote in mind. We didn't talk, talk about it last week, which we should have. That was kind of a problem on my part. But it's what the antler, antler queen says to Lottie, i.e., Lottie says to Lottie. Mm, does it that haunt? line was fresh, please. Yes, yes we did. Oh, does it haunt? Can I say it? Blow it in the mic. Oh blow it in the mic. Come closer. Does it haunt the house? Oh my, can I, can I, can I say the words? <laughs> Does a hunt that has no violence feed anyone? Period. And the answer is no. <laughs> wow. Why is the answer no? That's not true. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Anyway. Okay. William so Shakespeare and Slight Queen. I think I think that that is relevant to both the adult storyline and the 96 storyline. But also, there's something. So this is just we'll just swerve a bit into filmmaking corner if you guys don't mind. Because there are two things that kind of really jumped out of me. I said this episode is directed by Daisy Von Schollermeyer, who directed the first episode of the season, which ends with obviously Shauna eating Jackie's ear, which kind of started this whole thing. Um, the first thing that jumped out to me was kind of like the subjective filming effect that they use. If you guys notice when like kind of the areas around the face are kind of blurred out and it just, I think it starts with Lottie this episode. I think they did it with Shauna during her, her labor episode. It starts with Lottie, um, Akila has it, Taisa has it, Travis has it this episode. I, I think it's just kind of like to show that these characters are kind of losing their emotional and mental stance. And you kind of go into the characters and like is a lot more subjective than the objective clear shots and everything. It's like we're in these characters' heads and we're seeing what they're seeing. And some of it to school. <laughs> a lot of well, the Bakley, you're so good at what you do. I'm so proud what? of okay. him. Keep, keep shouting, keep going, bro. Seeing as a subjective filmmaker, <laughs> as we need a mental. And yeah, but the, the, the trick is that if you use this kind of words, it makes you sound smarter than you actually are. But yeah, anyways, you are smart. 
Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, no, anyway, so yeah, I don't, I, I liked, because at first when it happened with Lotte, I was like, that's weird. Then it happens with, I think Akila is next. Mm-hmm. And then with Taisa and then with Travis, and you're like, oh, what's going on? And you realize that these characters are really kind of losing their And uh, with that stances. babe that hears the dripping, what's her name? Mari, yeah. yeah. Um, but I also think that this is, this episode is the most closely I can remember where the two storylines kind of communicate with each other. Yes, I Does that agree. make sense? Like, I, I think agree. there's a scene where Van is walking 2021 and it transitions to Van walking in, in 96. Same thing with Tyson. I they like that. Yeah, I love it. But they don't really do it a lot on, on Yellow Jackets. Like, they don't usually do this kind of... They come, the similarities are usually more thematic and emotional, never really actual physical. Um, and I thought that was interesting because, again, as we'll talk, on, talk about later, there's this moment where somebody literally interrupts a 96 storyline to say something in 2021 which is almost like it is the first time it feels more like a memory than something actually that's that's something actually oh, is it when Shana was like but that didn't happen yeah yeah exactly so i don't yeah, know i, I thought, thought that was really interesting so yeah so i think the fact that those both storylines are communicating with each other so close this episode is also quite interesting it's like Okay, why are you guys choosing to do this now at the point when the characters are just really, really physically and emotionally drained? Um, and I also think, like I said, that earlier effect probably showing that maybe these characters are not as reliable, even though we knew that. But now it's like they are so, they are starving, they are tired. They've just witnessed a snowstorm and their friend almost dying and losing the baby. So like the, the unreliability of the narrators is, is increased. Um, okay, so let's go to the sharing shark. Um, I really, really like the scene. I really, really like the first half of this scene because... Sorry, sorry, before we go forward, can mm-hmm. I just say, I found it interesting that the Antler Queen had um, Lottie's voice when she made that phrase, when she said that phrase. Yeah, she but she's Lottie's, she's Lottie's imagination, subconscious. Yes, but she never has Lottie's voice. She has a separate voice. It was when she made that statement. Have we heard the Antler, Antler Queen speak before? Yes, now this therapist was she not the antler queen? Oh yeah, but like, but okay, I figured out they were doing that because that was that was the first time we were seeing that she wasn't a real psychiatrist, but yes, she was but Lottie's. Then, but then I thought it was mind. interesting that the first time that the antler queen speaks, mm-hmm. it's Lottie's voice. Because I think because yeah, then, but I think it's because Lottie's telling herself that there needs to be violence. Yeah, so I feel like it goes back into just that whole narrative of. Was it real or was it all just Lottie's imagination? And then what actually happened out there? And like, I feel like it's something we've kind of touched on on different episodes, but we've never really mm-hmm. had like the writers or the directors give us something that says, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. maybe you're on the right track. But then when we hear with that voice and then later on in the sharing shack, we hear Shauna just interrupts and say, but that's, that, that's not real. Or that mm-hmm. didn't happen. It's just like, mm, but what didn't happen? Because I thought that was also so ambigu- ambiguous. What didn't happen? Like, yeah, we'll get we'll get to all of that because I have lots of questions. Um, but yeah, like I really like that sharing the first half of that sharing scene particularly because I think it all felt so natural. Like I think you all kind of know that like these things are going to come out, these secrets are going to come out eventually. But I didn't think they were all going to come out in like the one conversation. Like for example, Shauna tries to avoid her accusations by throwing Nat under the bus and saying that the FBI is searching, is looking for her. But then that triggers Misty's memory because Misty is, is the FBI. So like, I just thought that all that was quite good. I mean, <laughs> even deep cuts like Ty being the one that hired Jessica. Everything came out actually, which was really nice. <laughs> everybody, everybody collected you. <laughs> and throughout all of this, Lottie's just watching Think she's just thinking like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like we do need can to I kill somebody say, because... Shout- yeah! Say- she was like, damn, one of us has to go. Can I just say shout out to Van? Because without Van throwing those keys, we won't be where we are today. <laughs> we'll These guys would not have come out. Van is a doer always, man. Van <laughs> but is always doing my, my favorite line uh-huh. of this entire episode, I'm sorry, this is it, is Van telling Misty that shit like, Misty, you are, pro- you're, what do we say? You're proactive. You're, yes. You're if you're, you're nothing if not proactive. Yes, you're nothing if not proactive. Right. I screamed. I said, oh my God, it's true. It's and then Misty true. goes, thank you. <laughs> He's very proactive. Um, yeah, and Lottie suggests that they need to appease, they need to sacrifice someone to appease it. Mm. Um, I will, we'll talk about why she thinks this, or her example a bit later. But she wants them to drink from cups, one of which is poisoned. Let's talk about the sharing shack, right? Up to 
and including the point where Lottie's like, somebody needs to die. What what were you guys' thoughts on that on that scene? And Lottie's kind of going full cult leader, essentially. You guys, I just need to, you know, I'm a bit anti-Lottie, so I'll start by saying I think the girl is cuckoo, and she was sounding very cuckoo in 2021. Okay, she was mystical. She was wannabe Jesus, baby Yoda, back in 96, back in the, back in, um, 96. Yeah. But do you not, did you guys not think this woman is off her walker? You want one of us to die? <laughs> and how was life? Okay. And it's just so, I don't know. It's, she's a lot more in like sensible settings sounding unhinged to me than how she did when she was in the wilderness. Because in the wilderness, you're just like testing feet. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Come on. Everyone can just go to jail for a couple of years. And like, come out and be okay. No one has to die. That's me. <laughs> I'm just basically, the end is Lottie B for real. BFFR. Um, I liked it. I think it was the first time that they were all properly honest with each other. Mm-hmm. Not really by choice, but more by, uh, <laughs> you threw me on that bus, you two come and collect, you two come and collect, everybody is, nobody shares is, is, you know, is white. And I, I thought it was really interesting. Except Nat. Nat shirt is completely white. Yeah, but that's because, no, Nat shirt is purple and that's because she has done her transitioning. Well done. That was nice. Exactly. Um. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's for you. That but, um, I just thought it was, I thought it was really interesting and I, you know, it was also funny because you could see attempts at judgment and then you mm-hmm. could see that backing down really quickly because you're just like, well, did you think? Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like Farida says that in the light of day that Lottie's reasoning doesn't make sense, but every time someone tries to say something to like attack her, she kind of like shuts them up. If I'm being honest, like someone's like, yeah. like Shauna's like, oh, you're taking this cult thing a bit too seriously, and and our lives are like that. She's like, yeah. she's like, well, you're about to lose your family. Nat, you almost and killed probably yourself. go to jail. Misty, you killed. Um, you actually killed somebody. Simon Kessel's line reading of of Misty, you actually killed someone, was so great. So I was just like, she, Misty, well, I, you, I, I, it's, you know, it's never hypothetical. She was like, you actually <laughs> killed somebody right now, and obviously, like what I said, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about her reasoning later. I won't go to 96 storyline. But obviously, these guys, whether they want to believe it completely or not at this point, believe that there's there's a connection. It might not yeah. be it. It might not be wilderness, but there's a connection. Which is which I think actually kind of explains why we talked about this last week, obviously, debating why they stay. Like, they might not want to believe in the full culty thing, but they believe there's something there. Mm-hmm. Like, Shauna probably believes there's something there because they did, some things when they were in the wilderness, right? And they probably believe that there is some correlation between. It might not be. I mean, Ty is a straight line. Example. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Because what like, the fuck was she doing in '96? Anyway, sorry, I was just I was so, a bit no, like, huh? Yeah. So like, they probably think. I don't think anyone's going to be like, okay, let's do it. Let's let's drink this cup and somebody dies. But like, they are intrigued enough to not walk away immediately. So there is probably something and i thought it was also so interesting that they've gone back to that kind of um almost lot picking right it's like it's Mm -hmm. random it's like yeah i can't tell you which one of us deserves to die so let me just do random selection it's Mm -hmm. it selects as literally it selects it will select somebody (laughs) it's and it's, it's another way that it echoes kind of what happens in 96. Yeah, 96 because Van and they Van actually says, put it kind of side by side. Yeah, because Van says, well, yeah, which is why this episode to to plan it out for us to record was 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 a nightmare. But Van says, um, why don't you do it? And Lottie doesn't say, well, the wilderness doesn't accept um, volunteering. She says, you know, that's not how it works. Like you know this. Like I don't need. I'm not like you understand. And everybody shuts up when she said, like you know. That it has to be random. Like, there's nothing here. I, so, I don't know. Her saying you know was almost like, what are we doing here? Like, I don't need to teach this to you. Like, we're all on board. <laughs> like, we know how this works. She was saying B for real. <laughs> yeah, she was. Like, she was like, man, BFFR. Um, no, so like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it was just, we don't obviously don't know. I, I don't think, and I don't think they're going to drink that. I mean, uh, so I, I don't think that's what's going to happen. But I think it's interesting that they don't, all instantly walk away 
right? They don't all instantly just be like, Lottie, go back to Switzerland. You're, you're fucking nuts. So, um, yeah. L- any more any more thoughts on this before we move on to 96? I think also, so like, you know how in when we the girls all got together, the Spice Girls all got together and we're like, why weren't they throwing hands? Mm-hmm. I think the it would make sense if they all it was always random. Mm-hmm. It was not like we picked. Which I but said. then I negate this point. But I negate this point because it's actually well, do you want to talk about 96 and what happened that day? Well, let's, okay, let's get... I want to connect yeah. that. Yeah, okay. When we get to that, you can connect it. So, before I leave okay. 2021, just quickly talk about Walter. Because we see two scenes of Walter. Fucking snitch! <laughs> well, I mean... Well, we never... Guys, remember, it's only been a week. He didn't really know Misty for more than I was feeling. I didn't care. I can't believe you. I fucking care. I can't believe you're angry with the man. Snitch? I can't believe you're angry with a man who wants to give up information about a murder. I can't believe this, this is what the show has done to us. <laughs> this is where yeah, we are. Wait, as an institution, as a society. I have some relevant information. Is he sick? Mine is that why did you form all that? Oh, I see you're a handler with Misty. Like, why? It's the fakeness for me. I think he's a murderer. And, and, and you know, he's a murderer. Back it. This is, why, this is why Misty is going to kill him. This is why she has to kill him. This is why she's doing it for the good of the group. I don't blame her. You're, you're watching too much yellow jackets, maybe. You're watching too much <laughs> yellow jackets. She has to. So two things. Two things. Part of me believes that as a misdirect, that he's not actually going to give up yeah. Misty them, right? Part of me. I see but it. I do think there is doom in Walter's future for one main reason. Misty calls Anyone him her Misty. boyfriend this episode. <laughs> yeah. Misty says, my boyfriend. And I just feel like that cannot end well. Do you get what I mean? I feel like she's gone. So this is this is Misty and Walter's timeline. Misty tells Walter <laughs> confesses his love for Misty by telling her that his own grandmother was a killer, but he loved her. <laughs> and then and then Misty sends Walter away, has a um what do you call it, sensory deprivation session, finds out that she loves Walter, calls Walter. Leaves a voicemail that I love you, and then calls Walter her boyfriend. All of that has not involved Walter. <laughs> like all of Misty has gone on that journey without Walter at all. So like to Walter, the last thing he remembers is Misty telling him to fuck off. So I'm just like, how are you now, Misty? Like now calling him your boyfriend? Like that's the kind of like self delusion we are at. So yeah, I don't know. I think that's bad news for Walter. The fact that she calls him her boyfriend. I also found funny when um, Shauna's reason for lying to them was that if it were any of their spouses, she would have definitely killed them. I believed her, And though. I just thought that was just like, I believed her 100%. She wasn't joking. Oh, but they all agreed. Shana, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, they were like, yeah, yeah. facts. Yeah, yeah, they were like, they know that because, like, I mean, Shauna <laughs> will. She'll, mm-hmm. she'll kill them. <laughs> so I just thought. I just thought it was just, yet again, Shauna just being the coldest person here, but doing it so, like, meekly. And it's just like, I don't know. Look, she knows what she's doing because there's just a softness and calmness to her voice. Like, I will do no wrong. I can I cannot hurt a fly. But then she just literally straight up telling you, yeah, I would have killed your spouse. I can't lie to you if they were blackmailing any of us. Like, they would have been dead by now. Dead, chopped up, and buried. I just want to add to the, like, the, walls, the misty thing is that Anyone who missed, well, only Crystal, because only Crystal. Rest in peace, Crystal. But whoever gets close to her, because she's like a natural psychopath, like natural sociopath, like Misty should be in prison. Just Mm. they should have checked her in early. She will always harm the people that she loves or who loves her Mm. strongly. The reason why Mm. those girls are not harmed is because they don't actually love Misty. That's my character analysis. So you're saying, oh, so it's not people that she loves, but people that love her that get hurt. Yes. Huh. What a big. That's sad. That's very sad. <laughs> That's actually very sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do get confirmation that Misty killed Jessica, which obviously we kind of, we all knew, but had never been confirmed since the season one finale. So like, and just Misty was just like, yeah, obviously I did it to protect us. Just like, okay. Okay, Misty. Okay. Um. Let's go to let's go to ninety six. Let's go to ninety six, which is what I'm assuming most people came to, no. came to listen to. 
So what I'm going to do is we're going to talk about everything up to the worst game of cards ever. Mm. And then we'll talk about all of that. So the episode starts with Misty and Mary. They're helping Lottie P because, like I mentioned last week, Lottie is struggling. Like, yeah, like, I'm sorry. She I should die. Because I thought she would have. I thought she would have just, you know, movie magic. She was actually, she was actually, she's on her deathbed from Shona. Yeah, Shona, who, who we know is a football player and can kick the ball, kicked her like two or three times. Of course, of course, her kidneys are going to be in trouble. Anyway, Misty and Mary are helping Lottie P, which is, I guess, good foreshadowing for like what Misty is going to do as a profession later in her life. Uh, Misty puts oh, Mary in her place. Oh, I didn't even that. That's interesting. You neither, yeah. but good on you. Uh, Misty puts Mary in her place. Much to... Thank you. Thank you. Much to the nation's joy. We're all happy. We're like, yeah, fuck Mary. But then, to our shame, the writers remind us that Mary is just a teenage girl who is stuck in an unimaginable situation and they make us yeah. really feel some sort of sympathy for Mary. You guys, can I, I just say something? Can I just say something? Right? Guys. <laughs> the people like, fuck Mary. <laughs> yeah, no. And the pitch is no. in. You guys know how I felt about Jackie. You know how I feel about Jackie. You know how I feel about Mari. They're small girls. They're 15, 16. I would have died this Wait, how do you feel about Mari? I'm not going to lie. I don't like Mari, but she's like a small... She's 16. (laughs) She's 16. Like, she's just... Yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter from being a bitch. You can be a bitch at 16. Yeah, but she's only like a... I give a lot of grace to teenage girls. It's hard. And then in the wilderness, I would have... Oh, <laughs> oh my God, oh, Farida! Yeah, can you relax? They don't teach me those We're not saying, nah. We're not even saying that she's being a bitch to like adults. We're saying she's literally being a bitch to everyone else that's in the same fucking situation with yeah, her. Yeah, it's too hard. Relax, fellow sixteen-year-olds. Like, oh, do you think Misty is loving oh, to just inhale these fumes and just? Uh, yeah. Oh my God, Shauna, how about think... you be pregnant and lose your baby in the fucking wilderness? Uh, no, she's a big. She's I think annoying. we should give her more. She's very she was a, she was a she bitch. She is annoying, and who she's was, a bitch. Younger than her. Anyway, yeah, she's a bitch. But like, I just feel mm-hmm. like, guys, she's just a teenage girl, man. She's a tell. She's a bitchy teenage girl, but she's a teenage girl. Like, uh-huh, there we go. That's all. We didn't say she's an adult. She's just we are we are we are attacking and criticizing her as the child that she is. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of, I had sixteen. Ima- would have thought she was a bitch. Speaking of imagining things, Akila realizes that Nugget isn't real. Oh my god, you know I cried. Can I ask? Oh Jesus, okay. Let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah. No, but you know, like she had been feeding Nugget and taking care of him. And like she thought he was a real thing and it was giving her hope. Only for fucking Taisha to come and tell her he's dead. And then we see like I'm just like <laughs> But do you guys may ask? Do you guys think it was always dead? Or did you think it died and she didn't notice? I feel like it died. No, I think it was always dead. Because that's of See, Luke's, that's the thing. That's of, look at how... It was just bones. I think she found a dead carcass and thought it was real. No, I think it died. That's crazy. That means she's been... But how, many, it hasn't been, been how long has it been? Yeah, how long has it been? For, like, for, do you see that? That, was a, that body was... That was bones. There was no, no meat on that. There was no yeah, but she... She could not even chow it. She tried. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. That was but that's what I mean, like... Because I considered this question, but I was like, this is not something that died a week ago. Yeah. Because again, why would there just, just be one mouse? I was, I was always confused why there was just one mouse. There's never just one mouse in a place. Hey. Like if there's one, then d- there are more. Anyway. I can't relate. I don't know. And I was wondering the significance of that in her mouse. So it's mm-hmm. good to know that it was yeah. to show that she's losing. <laughs> that means that she has been, like, she has been cuckoo since. Yeah. Because that, that yeah. mouse, she found it before Shona gave birth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because she touched, she touched it. So is it, I, I guess it's better that she touched that, not a real mouse, but before touching Shona. I don't um, know. I don't know that it's better, <laughs> babe. I don't know why you would um, remember that. But also, Mari resumes hearing, and this time the seeing, dripping. dripping blood on the walls. So in case you guys didn't know, these girls are struggling. They are struggling seriously. Uh, Nat tells Ben, that she saw Harvey bow into his symbol tree. And this triggers Ben, who now has a new lease of life because he's like, I didn't die, so now I'm going to... Which I think was the significance of last week. It's like him kind of not killing himself. is kind of like, okay, I'm recommitting myself to taking care of this, this kid. 
Um, so he goes to investigate because he's been suspicious of Harvey ever since he said that thing about his friend and not just because Harvey is now a foot taller. So <laughs> Lottie tells Misty that they should eat her if she dies because, you know, Messiah complex and all of that. Um, when they beat Jesus. He said, don't waste my body. Not Jesus. Do you have any thoughts on all of that? All of the stuff I've mentioned, do you have any thoughts? Do you have anything you want to talk about before we move on to cards? Yes, I had one thing, but I forgot it now. Um... Oh, you know how we mentioned um, some episodes ago that the dripping that Marie hears is yeah. like probably about her death. I think Freda might have been you that. Yeah, Tumblr told me. Yeah, but I think maybe it's just not about her death, but someone else's. Like just foreshadowing a death. Because the first one we heard after a while, this babe, what was her name? Crystal the Pistol died. And then, although we didn't hear like dripping in a while before Crystal died, but now this like huge amount of like blood and this someone else like hearing it. And then the hunt happens and a sacrifice of a six foot tall Harvey is made. <laughs> so also oh, you're saying she's foreshadowing death like it's not just I think like it's just okay. yeah i think she's just so next hearing... time she sees it another, another person will die i think okay. so i mean but this one okay. seemed like a lot it seemed like multiple people i think she said yes. don't you see them don't you see them they're, they're dead behind the wall or something like that yeah like, something along those lines um unfortunately our screeners don't have subtitles mm-hmm. and it's thaisa hearing it as well for me why thaisa? yeah thaisa heard it but but only but then is that in her head or is that in real life well, that's that's the central question of the entire show, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, literally, that's literally. <laughs> is anything in their Every head or is it in real life? <laughs> we can ask that question. Um, is this for real? Yeah, it's not a coincidence that I've not done the debates in a few episodes because, like, at this point, everything is just all one one circle. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Venn diagram is a circle. Okay. So, Taisa, no, first of all, Shauna and I think, was it Mari? No, it wasn't Mari. Shauna and someone else were like, I can't was Shauna in the hunt? Wait, first of all, don't sorry. Worry. We'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll go. Sorry, we'll, I have sorry. steps. Somebody says, I can't imagine living here with, without Lottie. I think it was Van and Shauna. Yeah. Then Mary's like, let's not do that. Then Taisa is like, okay, let's do something to fix it because they're going to start to death. And then next time we see all of them, they are kind of like this wordless circle, which is a bit dreamlike. Mm-hmm. For a while, I thought it was a dream until somebody actually spoke. And then we see that they're picking cards, which obviously we mentioned last week. We discussed last week that the theory about whether the cards was the way for who gets sacrificed. And then it lands on Nat, who picks the Queen of Hearts. And you know what? Go ahead. You guys just... First start. of all, I don't was... think Misty shuffled those cards well. Because I saw what Van shuffled the, <laughs> shuffle the card. Whatever, the card. Who the, whoever the fuck shuffled. I feel like Misty knew that that card was there because when it came to giving it to Nat, you could see like she sh- tried to shift it a little, like with her thumb, and then really? like she, she wanted Nat to take shifted. that card. No, she moved it like you know when like she shifted it a bit to like this side. Like just wait so that so that Nat doesn't take you, so that Nat takes. Yes, it. yes, because she was like absolutely like terrified, and she wasn't terrified when she was passing all the other cards. So I said, ah, Misty. And then when Van now took it, and when Nat now took it, I just thought that was just crazy. And then it was just really uncomfortable for me. And can I just yeah. say something? You know, it's like you know how we were talking about why and why do they back this beef? Why the hell is Nat still friends with these bitches after they ran her? Food, okay. Forest. Okay, so let let's say that this thing ends with Nat picking up the Queen of Hearts, and then she's meant to, I guess, by the rules they've agreed on, Shona is meant to kill her, and obviously they can eat her, and then Shona gives her Jackie's necklace, and then Shona is meant to kill her, mm-hmm. but Shana, Shana hesitates, and then Travis kind of tackles. A woman who just gave birth a day before. So that's a bit... Uh, a woman mm. that beat that babe black and blue. <laughs> that, but that was, that was also true. Was, uh, that was also true. She had recovered. World wrestler. Undertaker with yellow jackets. <laughs> Nat runs away and the girls chase her while some girls stay behind holding Travis at knife point. And then it ends with Harvey dying 
in things. I also cried. You know, it explains so much. It explains why Nat and Travis are so fucked up till this, like, the present day. Yes. Because they're dealing with the guilt of eating Javi. Nat is dealing with the guilt of Javi being the one to almost save her, but then she still has to end up eating him. Travis ate his younger brother that he was waiting months to find. I was just like, oh, you guys, that's so... And who do you tell that to? Like, how do you... Who do you tell a therapist? Like, how do you actually fix that problem? Because, like, okay, they were... Everyone was a bit fucked, you know? But then that was to really fuck to both of them up. Mm-hmm. Like, chowing your younger brother will kill me. So, it explains so much now. And I forgive Nat for being a bit annoying to me sometimes in present day. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Oh, my God, I don't know what to do now. So, have we I had spoken about for... a lot? And no, 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 it's not that. I had this note for later, but I guess I can just ask it now. By what we are all saying, or rather, what you guys are saying, it it seems like we're agreed that Harvey's dead. Uh, uh, that everything we saw there was real. Ah, uh, why do you think it's for fake? Well, okay, so Shauna's none of that was real really confuses me then me when she too. tells Lottie none of that was real because the way that that whole scene is very confusing because it starts and finishes with Lottie because okay let's remember that the thing is when you almost die you see visions right that's what Travis was trying to recreate mm. right um and we always thought at least I thought that it was either when Lottie was baptized in the first season and she saw visions because maybe she almost drowned or it was when more Precisely was when she almost dies in the snow and she has the whole more vision that he was talking about. But then could it have been now? Like, could it have been when she almost dies from Shona beating her ass that she sees this vision? Because it starts with her seeing these visions and seeing that things are going to be okay. And then she's relaying this to the group and then in adult time. And then Shona is like, none of that was real. So unless, what was Shona talking about? None of that was real about but but then also so here's the thing i don't know if i like this whole sequence i don't know if i i don't know i don't know if i'm, if I'm on board logically and emotionally Wait, what? i think it's a big how do we get here like these girls Starving. yeah but these, yeah. but these girls are chasing that and they're like howling at the moon and like shauna is chasing her with like well like war materials and like like they're actually chasing one of their closest friends am i the only one that that finds it difficult to like reconcile this well when they're starving and like they were showing us all through that episode that everyone's going a bit cuckoo so i mean i guess this is a jump so i think it's like that's why i wanted to make this point now of like i think it's crazy how they're all together because you know how we're wondering are there factions what Mm -hmm, happens mm -hmm. It's kind of weird that, you know, they all were jumping over her and now they're all like chilling now. Um, I think Yellow Jackets will not answer that. Is this real or is this fake for another like two to three seasons? Wait, is what real? I would like to. Any of it, all of it. What is real? What is fake? What is just the majestic thing in the wind? But my dawning question is like overall arching. I'm sorry because I'm changing topic a bit, but not really. It's like, why is this all happening 25 years later? Why was their life so normal then this happens? I mean, we don't is know it it's something... normal. They haven't given us flashback into the inside the 25 years. Yeah, but also part of that is just, part of that is just like, maybe, that, maybe that's just TV writing. Like, you're just like, we're writing it in 2021, so we're going to set it in 2021. No, I get that. But it's also like, Mm. the only thing that's really, I mean, I don't know, but it seems like the hugest thing that changed is when that guy died, like did the suicide and then, oh, things are happening. People are bringing themselves back together. And I still think Lottie is a liar because, you know, I don't trust Lottie about like how she was with him with his death and stuff. So I feel like. I can't lie. Um, Let's watch some things there. Oh, no, yeah. I think we're all, we all kind of have question marks about Lottie's then. And I would say that I do think Harvey's really dead. I think that that's real. It's weird to me, but I think yeah. it's real. I don't think the show would not end on that note. And then next episode would be like, psych, we're back in like the cabin and, and Harvey's there. You get what I mean? That's, that's, that's a, how do I put that? That's like a Netflix twist that happens when people watch the episode the next time. Not when 
to have to wait because you're really kind of really insulting your audience intelligence. They have to wait a week to see the Harvey's alive. So I think I do think he's dead, but I don't know. It just doesn't sit with me, and I don't I don't know if I agree with it because like yeah, it makes sense that they are all well, obviously the show is showing us that they are all they are losing their faculties one by one, but then to get to the point where they're actively chasing one of their closest friends and like they have the glee in it, like they're howling at the I think it was the howling that took me out because like they are howling at the moon. They are like. So excited to do it. No, what like Shauna. is Ty being the first? Yeah, like, I? I don't know. Lots of things, though. Like, Akila, who has been very meek across, like, the show and has just found out that, like, her pet is not real, all of a sudden is, like, chasing gnats through the snow. I, I don't know. I, I, and then just the placement of Shauna telling Lottie all of that wasn't real. She's, like, she's almost, like, confused like what are you talking about all of that was not real i don't know it just seemed <sighs> i don't know it just seemed really weird to me yeah you're busting your brain and i just don't know i don't know if i like it I'd... here's the thing if i didn't have a podcast if i was watching the show as a tv fan i'd probably be like oh this is this is fucking inter- interesting and fun but when you have a podcast and you talk about you <laughs> like i'm like i don't know if i i don't know if it makes sense to me i don't know i feel like it's a big leap like logically and emotionally for these characters to do this. And then when you're not I don't placed, think it's that big of a leap if you think about you don't think so, like, how the show ends, like what they will eventually fall into. You know me, I love an ending. So I'm always thinking, okay, how is this going to get us to Ants Like Queen? We're all chasing after one or two babes. But here's the thing. That's it. But we said about, no, no, but we can't, the priority cannot be the ending because then you're invalidating everything that happens on the way to that. Because we no, it's all everything that builds towards. Yeah, but that, those steps have to make sense. But I think that's what I mean. I think it makes sense. And I, I just they all like crazy. I don't know. I don't. This just doesn't like. It just seems like a very big jump. That's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, if With this you. was if this was like Jess or the other one, I can't remember her name. It might even make more sense. I'm like, okay, they don't really care about this person, and the show has already proven this person to be dispensable because they don't really talk. But it's Nat. Like, Ty and Nat are close. Nat, are, like, Nat was, when Shauna had her dream, Nat was the closest person to Shauna. So subconsciously, Nat and Shauna are close. And then Shauna is here, like, chasing her, even though Shauna should be feeling guilt over what she did to Lottie. I don't know. It just, it just didn't make sense to me. It was fun, but it just didn't make sense to me. That's interesting. I think you're looking at them in such a humane way when they're literally fucking starving. In the That's screaming. No, but I want them to get there. But I just feel like, I feel like we skipped two steps in one episode. I don't think so. Because like, if they did this without the, you know, when Jackie's body burnt and then they started eating her like fried chicken. Yeah. If they didn't have that and they didn't have that little scene where they were like, ooh, I hope Crystal's like alive but dead so we can chow her. And they just skipped right into this. Then I'll be like, mm, that's like, you guys are doing some TV magic. But this was very, I feel like they've been building towards, mm-hmm. <gasps> maybe, let's just get some food. Maybe like, I don't know, maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe like audiences will watch and like, I'm overreacting. But can I tell you something? Can we, is there not, have we, did anyone think about the duality between like the moose and the finding of the moose inside and like, Finding Harvey and then how Harvey died, being like how the moose also went. I like the. I found that so interesting. Mm. I didn't think about it, but now Nat you was always it. going to bring them food. We just Nat was always uh, going to bring them food. Um, that's good. That's, I mean, that's spot on. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to spend like the next few days just trying to understand because, like, the card part makes sense to me. We had the theory that was, like I was like, okay, it makes sense that you're going to have to talk. Whoever takes it, takes it. I think it was just for me it was the glee at which they chased them. And like like maybe it's like people that are involved in chasing that just I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I I'm, think yeah. that people are hungry. And I think that there was a silent agreement when we said we have to do something about it. They brought up the cards, they shuffled mm-hmm. the cards. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. take a card. I think it removes the personal from it. And okay, the personal was brought back when Nat says to Shauna, look at me if you're going to do it. Well, no, even from when Shauna puts on Jackie's necklace on her, mm-hmm. that's like maybe a crowning of like, okay, you are close to me and you matter or whatever, but you will share die. So what, what, what was what was Shauna saying? What, what did Shauna mean when she said none of that was real? Like what, what what was she talking about? Was that just the the writers trying to fuck with us? Like what what did she, what did that mean? I don't know. Poor Harvey, man. And then they just see. want us to. Poor Harvey. 
Well, was... guys, also, mind fuck. There's somebody else there, right? Feeding him stuff. Well, yeah. Okay, so we talk, we talk about it, but Ben obviously found the tree and it looks like there are people living there as we suspected because, like, there's no way Harvey survived there. But unless he survived there and, like, Shadow Tai was bringing him food. Ooh. That's interesting because she's... And she keeps going to the trees. Yeah, and he said... Huh. Maybe they're, maybe because we've all, or I have been assuming that there are other people living in the wilderness, but maybe there are other people. Maybe he just found a place where he could stay that was warm because like, it was underneath the ground. And but then somebody was, was bringing him food. Running, when he was running, was he really running in the direction of that tree? Because it, I can't lie, it didn't look like he was running in the direction. Yeah, but I do get what you mean. But like, I would just assume that like she naturally run in different directions. So probably they've lost kind of like, we don't know the real wilderness geography. Anyway, <laughs> is it maybe you cried? Why did you cry about Harvey dying? Let's 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 kind of go back. I just thought it was really sad, and it was like a betrayal because he wouldn't have if he didn't come to save her. Mm-hmm. Like he came to save her because, like, that's my brother's babe, and my brother just put someone down and looked at me and gave me the nod, and I've run, and I'm taking this person to my shelter. And you fell down, but I picked you up. And then I fall into the water. And then you, like, Even the you way try, you're saying it hurts me. Like, you try to, like, <laughs> grab me, and it's just not, mm. it's not working. And you're trying. I can see that you're trying. But then someone comes and is like, if you save him, they will kill you. And you have to make yeah. a tough decision between, like, is this a, do I choose myself? Because ultimately you were trying to save me. So if you had saved me, what next? Like someone had to die anyway. Yeah. Or do I like And he calls, he calls for that again. And he just like kept calling her, like, help me, help mm. me. And I was just like, oh Don't my wonder God. she and Travis are so fucked and like, been like, doing oh on God. and off. Because and just like, imagine the this guilt. toxic mess. Imagine the guilt that she will just be living with. Because what mm-hmm. is she going to say? Yeah. That's very real guilt. Like, this would like, be the second fair. time that she's basically killing him. The first time she pretended that he was dead and she found out now this time she really did kill him with her inaction. And Shona is the one that the, tells the girls not to, not to help. You could um, also just see her, the so, tears in her eyes, like she was yeah. devastated. Yeah. Shauna said it? Yeah, Shauna, Shauna says wait when Akila wants to help help Harvey. She says wait. So Shauna and her. Is Shauna a good person, guys? No, no one on this show is a good person. I don't know. I feel like Thais is a bit of a good person. Eh? Why? Thais said I led the hunt. Running with... Thais killed her pet dog and suppressed me on an altar. Even forget that one she was No, sleeping. but that was not Shadow Thai. It's, it's not in her body. Uh-uh. No, you forget that Ty wanted to um, no, ice out somebody on the pitch and then and... broke someone's leg. Yeah, like she's the first bad person yeah, we see on this what, show. Yeah, yeah. What am I talking about? No. No, like we are oh, currently Van, watching other shows where there's no Van good do? person. Van is a cutie. Van is always kind Look, of like. Here's the thing. Whoever, whoever was a good person five minutes ago is no longer a good person, quote unquote. I'm screaming. They were all involved in this. And they, they all, were all they all chased her down. I mean, look, I obviously spent way too long focusing on the logic of it actually being a thing. I do actually that it's a thing and have his dead and this happened. And there's a lot of emotional stakes at, at this happening. Like it's a big deal. I, I don't I don't want the person that tells tells Travis what happened to Harvey and Harvey's dead. Um so and he has to eat him. And, or he starves. Yeah. He has to eat your bro. Um Yeah, I mean Personally, like I said, there's some things that I don't know if I agree with, but like generally, it's it's, a, it's an interesting story, story evolution. Um, sorry for for the girls. I don't know. I, re- I just really need to understand what Sean I mentioned. Said is that is that real? Hope I know there'll be interviews when the, when the episode comes out, and I'll read all the interviews that the, that the creators won't have about it. Um, it's eating you alive. It is living to my life because it's just no because it's, she interrupted. She literally yeah. interrupted. Yes, and it seemed. Uh, Again, it could have been just be edited that way to confuse us. But it seems like, you know, when you're watching a show and someone is telling a story and they're like, well, that's not true. And then it comes back to real life. So like, it's like, it's like a cut. But, but what was maybe... she saying in 2000? Um, so she was talking about how, 
how you, you always need to sacrifice somebody when like you need stuff and then they start talking about so maybe the that's what thing. she's saying is not real that you don't have to sacrifice somebody every time yeah like but she says no her words are none of that was real not it's not she was like so she was like almost like none of what you're talking about was real like none of that was real is more specific than it isn't real or whatever anyway it doesn't matter um final final episode next week god I think it's going to be a boring season finale at the beginning because we kind of expect what will happen in 96. Are you about to trigger right? another 10 minutes monologue from Doobie? No. No, no. No, I'm just, I'm just, I, I know they're going to do some shocker in the middle and at the end, right? Maybe we'll see the Ancelar Queen just pop up or something random. But like in the beginning for 96, it's like, okay, half is dead. Okay. We have to tell Travis, okay, that guy will try and win an Emmy by acting. Oh my gosh, Travis is dead. Have he's dead. We see Ben scrolling around that place. I think, I feel like the first beginning will just be a bit boring for the 96. And then eventually we'll get into something I don't, better. I mean, I don't think that's boring, but we're going back into our discussion from last week. Like, I don't know what you've described is not boring. It's just not action-packed. No, it's not even like, I just think it's predictable, the first couple. I can't wait to see how they shock us. Let me put it in a positive spin. Because I just, uh, okay, I know. I like that emotional draw. We just know what's going to happen, you know? And that's going to try and win an Emmy. I mean, that's why I, I watched the show for the emotional draw, not, not for the shock. Oh, that's actually a good question that we should ask at next week. Like, why did we watch the show? I watched this show to solve the mystery i want to know what the fuck is going Please on me after players, i'll never watch any show to solve any mystery i honestly like i mean this is this is the thing i've said it ranges from big little lies to mayor of east town i don't care about the mysteries in mystery shows wow like the only reason i'm reading reddit or whatever is because i'm doing this podcast like i and this is going to sound incredibly pretentious or whatever but like i <laughs> i on. care about just the emotional storytelling. No, no, I, I care about like what it means for these characters and what like I'm way more interested in how Nat and Travis have to deal and Shauna and Ty have to deal with like Harvey dying than with Harvey dying. Mm, no. I'm very in, I'm very interested in knowing if it's the wilderness and like if there's actually something out there. I, I don't think it's I, I don't think it's going to matter. Is. And I also don't think the show is going to tell you. I don't think I don't think the show is good. I don't I I'm willing to put money that the show would never say it for a fact what the truth is. Like it's gonna be something like because it's the truth is that whether it was the wilderness or it was real, it was these girls that did it. And that is what is important. That these girls did these things. Whether the wilderness was leading them or it was minerals in the water or whatever, it was these girls that agreed to pick cards. It was these girls that chased somebody, their friend. It was these girls that let their friend's brother drown. Like, all of this was this guy. I think that, I personally, I think that's what is more interesting than it being some supernatural force. Because that's definitely not, supernatural force is not controlling them. They are choosing to do these things. So you believe it's fake then? I believe it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't know what it is. But like, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that even if it's supernatural, the supernatural force is not making them do these things. Maybe it's creating... It's brainwashing Yes, it's maybe, it's it might create like the environment, but they are choosing to do what they do. Mm. And I think that is what is interesting, mm. that they are... Cho- like, these girls are choosing... Like, a lot of the flies was, was natural. It wasn't supernatural, right? But they were all on an island. But the boys chose to do what they did. They chose to hunt Piggy and do things like that. So... I don't know. I think I, I think that's one. I, I don't really care about the. I think I think I also think is when shows get too bogged down on what the mystery is that they, that they lose their way because they're trying to shock the audience. So that or I see that so many of their theories are out online. <laughs> so they're trying to supersede. Like think of Severance for example. I don't care about like the Severance mystery. I care about like the storytelling between the two versions of the home of the weekend. Sorry, the work and the home person like that's so interesting because i really care about like i want to know how the no man with no eyes and taisa's grandmother has to deal with the fact that you know 
some things is happening. I really like connecting the dots. Like, I get what you mean. And I love, I watch, there's some shows I watch purely for the emotional mysteries and not the emotional mysteries, but like the emotional connections of characters like Succession and Barry and da da da. But this, I'm watching, I'm genuinely, what's keeping me attached is like this podcast, but also, what, be for real, what's going on? Like, I don't know. I think, I think Yellow Jacket is one of those shows, but it's just Trojan host in a genre show. But I don't start on that 10 minute yeah. monologue. I think it's one of those shows that I think they are really, really focused and interested in. The... <laughs> no, oh no, that's a, that's a running joke. That's a, that's a long running joke. Don't worry. Um, no, no, I, I think it's a show that is very, very interested in the emotional storytelling of these teenage girls and the adult women and all the intricacies of things of when people are put to the extremes in the world like this. It's just that it's also wrapped up in, these are writers who I don't know if this might, I don't know where this goes for you, depending on how you like this show. But there are writers who worked on something like the originals and like dispatches from, from elsewhere. So like they know how to write, they know how to write this genre world, but they're also more interested in a lot more deeper stuff. Um, So yeah, uh-huh. that was me being pretentious. I don't apologize. You pretentious. Um, I just, I just don't like the, I don't like the expectation of something big to happen for it to be worthwhile. Um, no, not that it has to be big for it to be worthwhile, but I generally, what pulls me the most to this show is the mystery aspect. That's fair. That's fine. That's not for you. That's fair. Anyway, baby, final thoughts. I feel like the truth is I'm still processing this episode. I like this discussion that you guys just kind of had on why you watch Yellow Jackets. I think for me, I'm probably a middle ground between both of you. I enjoy the mystery, but mystery means nothing to me if I don't feel the emotional aspect of like, how are these Mm -hmm. characters processing it? How are they growing through it? And what does it actually mean to them? Which I feel Yellow Jackets gives me a bit of both. Well, not even a Mm -hmm. bit, like a significant amount of both. So I just find it really fulfilling. Like even when I'm angry with like maybe some decisions, decisions, I'm just like, oh, wow. But okay, that's interesting. Like even just with this Jeff and Kali scene now, for example, like it just made mm, me think. Mm. Like I understand why you did it, but like at the same time, how X person, considering what everyone else, like considering everything that they're going through, um, how's that person going to process? process it but i think all in all this um episode this episode was a hard pill to swallow because the truth is the truth and let me just be honest with all of y'all i'm confused (laughs) oh i mean i should mention (laughs) thank you for opening that up i too am confused i mean unfortunately we don't have much we don't have time left but i should mention that like when this episode ended i was like quiet for like 10 minutes just staring at at my screen (laughs) like the music was playing and i took off my headphone just like i was in shock when is like i was i was i was stunned both emotionally and from like surprise kind of point of view so like yeah it it was an episode that like and look i don't not agree is a harsh word i don't understand some choices but like i'm very still on board like to hear yeah no honestly i'm I'm still on board because i want to like sure I love clarity and I just need them to clarify what's <laughs> what? happening. I want to know which part. First of all, what was Shona referring to? Number one, do you get? Mm. Yeah. Number two, okay, like Harvey died, <laughs> but like do they actually eat him? Oh they, get, like, oh, they have to. They have to. There's no, 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 no but, but like, like Christmas no, but like, but like, do they collectively eat him or is it a fight? Do some people like say they'll starve instead, like NASA and Travis? They might, like, but they have to eat him eventually. Like, Otherwise, how do they survive? How do they survive a winter? Like, I don't know, like, even, like, this tree now. So what happens in the tree? Does he well, see I think that people? We'll, Does we'll find out him? next week. Does something we'll jump out? out? Like, I just have a lot. Okay. So, like, this are they sure, like, now, for example, the police guys, like, are they 150% sure it's Shauna? So are they now going to, like, declare Shauna, like, I don't know, an official suspect and give her oh, yeah. warrants yeah, for yeah, her arrest? Look- 100%. Like, yeah. Then what the fuck is Walter's information and why is he a snitch? Well, then, like, the good news do they is drink that I think... the stuff from the cops? And if no, they do, they who dies? And just like, is that cop scene <laughs> even real? 
It's hundred percent real. Lots of lots lots of fuck with her her, her rituals. Let me tell you Lottie this. The good news is that I think you're gonna get answers to most of those questions next week in the finale. I can assure you that. I mean, season three has been renewed, so we're not getting season three if this writer strike ever ever ends. Um, pay writers what they do. They're on strike, protesting with the writers. Yeah, the writers Guild of America is on strike. Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't know that. Oh my gosh. Oh, there's a lot Are you, a, a lot are you on TV, Twitter? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. No, it's, I'm not. I'm not. I didn't. I must confess, I didn't check my Twitter often. Oh, well, that's. I can talk to you wow. about it later. That's a lot of stuff are happening there. Um, involves pay, um, taking care of writers, streaming, streaming services. AI, a lot of stuff. Anyways, okay. Um, that's a good point to end as we prepare for the season two finale of Yellow Jackets. I don't even know if I'm ready for a finale. I feel like I need like two more episodes. I can't lie. Really? I think I'm ready and to And I just see. also feel like, why are they stopping on an episode nine? I just feel like, why? It's like, do 10 or do seven. Why nine? Nine is such a strange number. Seven is so random. Who does seven? No, seven, seven is, is really the number of completion. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, the good news is that you have 12 days to wait until the finale and prepare for yourself for the finale. So... But you mean I can't watch it in two until two weeks? Uh, where are you going to watch it from? Fuck. <laughs> but not you guys, our listeners. You guys get to watch it in seven days' time. Thank you very much for listening. Please check out other episodes on Succession. Barry, Tenasu, Love and Death. All over my body. Ah. I literally just and, so like. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you very much to be on Friday. This was a very late recorded, and I thank you, thank you to both of you for hanging in with me. And we'll be back next week talking about dead children. Fun. Fun stuff. Um, yeah, join us next week when we'll be joined by Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Enjoy your belt soup. <laughs>